We hear peace is coming to the Middle East. Then drones and weapons are seized on the way to Gaza. We've seen anti-Semitism rise around the world. And just today, three rockets targeted a U.S. facility in Iraq while we give warnings to Iran, China, and Russia. Stay tuned for the latest prophecy news in the Middle East. Welcome to End of the Age. My name is Vince Stegall. I'm here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls at one 877 time It's one 877 Doug, there's crazy things going on in the Middle East. Uh, the Bible prophesies that crazy things are going to happen. Yeah. And so we're going to talk about it today. We'll give you the, the latest prophecy news going on in the Middle East. Yeah. You know, uh, Pastor Baxter used to say that when he first started doing the show that he would have a hard time finding headlines to talk about. Now we've got so many of them, it's, it's hard to find out what am I not going to add into the show today. You know, taking things away because it's just happening so fast. But yeah, yeah the Bible is uh, coming alive right now. Well, and there's two significant ones, uh, two significant prophecies that we talk about pretty frequently here. At least we try to give updates on what's happening. There's a Middle East peace treaty that's coming. And there's a six-trumpet war, a what will be a world war. Uh, the, the Bible prophesies that a third of mankind is going to be killed in this war. And then it's going to emanate from the Middle East area. And so these are two major prophecies. And there's so many headlines that center around that, Doug. And you, you're in the news every single day, all day long, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, you're talking to people about what's in the news. And so uh, you're very familiar with everything going on. So you don't really get surprised by some of these things. Is there anything that's surprising to you today, or is it is it all pretty? Uh, I, I don't think anything surprises me anymore, to be honest. Vince. there's just so many things coming at us at once, and it seems like uh, we're on a fast track. You know, like you said, we know these two things are running parallel with each other. Um, you know, the Bible doesn't really tell us which one happens first. It doesn't give us clear understanding of that, but it tells us that both of them are going to happen. And so watching the news and seeing the things that are happening. And we've got great uh, people that, that watch this program, too. And they send us things all day long. You know, I'm in the news, like you said, all day. And if I'm not in the news, I'm talking with people. But, you know, we can always go back to the Bible and we can look at what the, the scriptures say about what's coming. And then it's real easy when you do that to be able to find this stuff and say, OK, this is leading us up to that point. So. Yeah, nothing really surprised me to answer your question. <laughs> well, another thing we've said for a long time here is that news stories seem insignificant until you look through the lens of Bible prophecy. And that's exactly what we're going to do today. Uh, I do want to remind you, if you are watching on Facebook, hitting the share button, hitting the heart button instead of the thumbs up does help us get the message out a lot better than what we normally would. So please hit the share button. Please hit the heart. And that will uh, make sure that 
we uh, get through some of the algorithms that would typically block us. So please do that to help get the message out. We first want to go to Daniel 9.27 to talk about where this prophecy is of the peace treaty. Then we're going to go to Revelation 9 to talk about the sixth trumpet war. Do you want to start with Daniel 9.27 or would you like me to read yeah, it? Yeah, I'll do Daniel okay. 9.27. Give you, the, give you the one that's just one verse. Yeah, so. it's just short, okay. so I'll do that one. <laughs> uh, Daniel 9.27 tells us, And he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week. So the he there is the Antichrist. And we, we know that and can prove that from Scripture. Uh, we won't do that right this moment. But it says he'll confirm the covenant with many for one week. That word confirm there means to um, agree with or make stronger. Uh, so he's going to agree with the covenant or make it stronger for with many for one week. And in the midst of the week, meaning in the middle of this seven-year period, he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abomination, he shall make it desolate even until the consummation. And that that is determined shall be poured out upon the desolate. All right. All right. So it lets us know right there that this this week is a seven-year deal. We know that, and we can prove that. We have ways to prove that. I won't go into it today. But this is Daniel's 70th week, and so that's where we see this Antichrist is going to come up among many, make a peace treaty, uh, peace treaty with Israel, which will uh, allow them to have their final borders established. And then Revelation 9, starting with verse 13, talks about this sixth trumpet war, or what we call World War III. And it says, And the sixth angel sounded, and I heard a voice from the four horns of the golden altar, which is before God, saying to the sixth angel which had the trumpet, Loose the four angels which are bound in the great river Euphrates. That's why we talk about the World War III coming from the Middle East area, because the Euphrates River is in the Middle East area. And the four angels were loosed, which were prepared for an hour and a day and a month and a year for to slay the third part of men and the number of the army of the horsemen were 200,000 and I heard the number of them and thus I saw the horses in the vision and them that sat on them having breastplates of fire and a jaceth and a brimstone and the heads of the horses were as the heads of the lions and out of their mouth issued fire and smoke and brimstone by these three was the third part of men killed by the fire and by the smoke and by the brimstone now we've said it we've looked at all the different uh, versions to try to figure out if that really means third part every version you look up essentially says a third part of mankind or something uh, just like that so it seems quite clear that it's a third part of mankind uh, which issued out of their mouths, verse 19, for their power is in their mouth and in their tails, and in their tails were like unto serpents and had heads, and with them they do hurt. And the rest of the men, which were not killed by these plagues, yet repented not of the works of their hands, that they should not worship devils and idols of gold and silver and brass and stone and of wood, which neither can see nor hear nor walk. Neither repented they of their murders, nor of their sorceries, nor of their fornication, nor of their thefts. Yeah, so one of the other things there, Vince, that that talks about is it tells us how a third is killed. We're getting a lot of people now because there's a teaching going around that's saying that the sorceries there are, uh, when that word is looked at in the Strong's Concordance, it means the same thing as the word pharma, which is pharmaceutical. And people are saying that the plague there is this this virus or the vaccine is what kills one-third of mankind. That's not true because we see that by a third of these, the men were killed, and it is by the fire, the smoke, and the brimstone. 
That's literally, brimstone is sulfur. And these are elements of war. These are elements like bombs and things like that. It also tells us in that scripture that there's a 200 million man army. So that doesn't sound like it's, it's talking about a vaccine or a virus. Healthcare workers, is that how they're trying to write that one off? I, I guess maybe <laughs> because they say it comes from Wuhan, maybe the Chinese are responsible for it is how they tie it in. But Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So... Well, we, we want to get into some headlines here, but before we do, I, I did want to let you know that for the month of June, we are offering a special discount on Irvin Baxter's classic DVD set, Understanding the End Time. So I'll tell you a little bit more about that on the other side of the break. You don't want to miss out on what we are uh, making available, so stay tuned for that. Also, we have open lines at one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Doug and I look forward to taking your questions and comments shortly after the break. Does the book of Revelation frighten you? Do its symbols confuse you? For centuries, the book of Revelation has been misunderstood and misinterpreted. In Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ, Volume 1, Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. This 10-part definitive DVD series and 268-page comprehensive commentary book covers the first 12 chapters of the book of Revelation, featuring on-location photography, classic artwork, and symbolic illustrations. You'll walk away with complete understanding and peace about the events happening during the final years on Earth. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding as you dig into the original intent of the book, answering the mysterious prophecies and symbols of the book of Revelation. Don't miss this special offer. Call now, 1-800-END-TIME, or go to endtime.com to order. Call or go online now to get this comprehensive Bible study. We've seen Bible prophecy fulfilled like never before. From the halls of the United Nations to the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, End Time Ministries continues to reveal the Bible prophecy in the news headlines around the world every day. Whether it's through our broadcast or online at our Jerusalem Prophecy College, your gifts enable us to put vital materials in the hands of those who need it most. Because of you, we continue to replace fear with faith in the hearts of Christians around the world we will continue to see prophecy come to pass at an even swifter pace. We need your support. Your donation of any amount enables us to continue to broadcast and be a voice in the ever-growing censored media. To become a partner or give a one-time gift, visit endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME right now. That's 800-363-8463. Go online now. Visit endtime.com. Welcome back to Into the Age. I'm Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We look forward to talking with you today. We are talking about uh, the latest prophecy news in the Middle East, and there's a specific story coming up that we're going to share about rockets that targeted a U.S. facility. So pretty interesting things going on there that relate to Bible prophecy. But I do want to tell you, um, Middle East peace and. World War III, Six Trumpet War is what we're talking about specifically. And we have a series where Irvin Baxter explains 
uh, both of those things in extreme detail. Uh, you definitely want to um, partake and understand the end time if you never have before, or if you have, it's something that you would want to give to your friends. And so we felt like it was important that everybody get access to this. So in June, we're offering a special discount on his classic DVD set, which is Understanding the End Time. And uh, it's really the foundational teaching is what, what mon- many people say is it's the foundational teaching to understand Bible prophecy. If you can't get some of this stuff in there, uh, you're going to have struggle with some of the other prophecies in the Bible. So we feel like it's extremely critical. We've made it available for free many, many times uh, on television. Uh, we've made it available for years on television for totally free. And so um, it also is available for a minimum donation. So this month, though, it's normally available for 199 You're getting 14 individual DVDs that come with that. Um, it's usually 199 but for the month of June, you can get it for a minimum of $99, uh, for a minimum of $99 donation. Or we are set up a special way of getting it. If 99 is is too much for you um, and you want to go the four payment plan route, there's a $25 option where you can commit to doing auto donations for $25 for four months and you can get it that way as well. So to get to go the $99 route, go to endtime.com slash UTE99. To go the $25 route, go to endtime.com slash UTE25. So UTE and then the number you want to go with, 99 or 25. It's great for you. It's great for a friend or a family member if you want to gift that. Um, we only have 250 sets available at that price, so be sure to act now while they are available, or you have until the end of the month if they make it that long. So be sure to do that. Doug, you've watched it probably 50 times. Probably. At I'm, least. <laughs> I'm watching it again as uh, you know, as I'm going through it right now. I'm teaching a class at my home church, and so we're going through it right now. So what's your take on that series? It's absolutely a must if you want to understand Bible prophecy. I mean, if, if you don't know anything about Bible prophecy and you want to know about it, it's an absolute must because it'll take you from zero to 60 like that, All 1 right. through 14. It's amazing. All right. You can get it for $99 this month or for $25 donation. So UT, uh, endtime.com slash UT99 or endtime.com slash UT25. Take advantage of that today. All right. So the, an article came out um, yesterday, and it says, Following the news that the American Jewish Committee will open an office in Abu Dhabi, the organization hosted United Arab Emirates Minister of Foreign Affairs and International Cooperative uh, Cooperation at its 2021 AJC Virtual Global Forum, Al Nayan spoke about the Abraham, Abraham Accords' relations with the United States and extremism in the Middle East in a videotaped interview with Jason Isaacson, AJC Chief Pol- Policy and Political Affairs Officer, who had met with Al Nayan um, on multiple occasions. Al Nayan noted that the coronavirus pandemic played a role in the normalization agreement, creating the opportunity for a breakthrough in negotiations. Quote, there is recognition that science will play a much bigger role in our thinking going forward. It is only possible when you have successful technological countries like the UAE and Israel in the region come together, he said. Such a partnership was due, but COVID has made us move in that direction much faster. End quote. For Al Nayan, the accords could lead to more peace in the region since there will be an example of tangible evidence of Arab countries working with Israel. 
saying it is a people-to-people relationship. He also spoke extensively about the threat of extremism from radical groups and ideologies in the Middle East and Europe, including Hamas, Hezbollah, and the Muslim Brotherhood. Quote, our threshold in challenging extremism and radical ideas has not been appropriate, he said. Extremism cannot be acceptable. Hate cannot be acceptable. Making excuses for violence cannot be acceptable. He explained that countries, especially in Europe, divide terrorist groups into political and military wings when the organizations themselves do not make that same distinction. Yeah, that's that's a huge story right there because that we're talking about an Arab country is going to have a uh, a Jewish building there, an American Jewish building there. Uh, also, this shows you kind of the beauty of the Abraham Accords and what it was meant to do. You know, this is one of the things that Trump did with the um, when he went to all these Arab countries and he made these promises about if you'll come into this agreement with Israel, you're going to be the one that's going to benefit from this deal. Uh, you know, not only will you be able to have these relationships with Israel, you'll be able to make uh, leaps and bounds in your technology, in uh, your medical fields, in uh, travel and uh, tourism, but you'll be able to uh, see a relationship grow there to where America will be such a part of this that will help to defend you against those Arab countries that are hostile to Israel, to the region like Iran. So, I mean, you just kind of see all those pieces of the puzzle start to come together in what he's talking about there. It's pretty amazing. And and we're going to talk about Matthew 24 here with mm-hmm. the seven-year peace treaty. Right. Um these developments are critical for that peace treaty. Yeah, absolutely. Like he said in the article, he said that this will lead to more treaties being signed. So we know that there's at least six other Arab countries that are talking about getting in on this deal. So as we progress and we see things are happening, I, I felt like the COVID situation kind of put the brakes on things, but he's saying that that might have accelerated some things. So, uh, you know, God can take anything that seems bad and evil to us and he can turn it for good. And that's what this seems like is happening. So, uh, yeah, absolutely. When we look in Matthew 24, it tells us about the seven-year peace Agreement, But it also tells us that there's some other things that are going to happen in there. And like we read a while ago in Daniel 9.27, the Antichrist will stop the sacrifices, the daily sacrifices. He'll set up the uh, abomination that causes desolation. So we see that happening in Scripture there. When you look at Matthew 24, uh, I'll read that real quick, starting in verse 15. It says, And when ye therefore shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by the prophet, uh, Daniel, stand in the holy place. Whoever readeth, let him understand, and let those who be in Judea flee into the mountains. So we know that Judea and the West Bank is going to be the area that's given as uh, a Palestinian state. And that's what's being talked about right now. That's what they're talking about. When you hear them say a two-state solution, that's what they're talking about. So something about the abomination of desolation, when the Antichrist stands in a rebuilt Jewish temple, stops the sacrifices and says that I'm God or I am to be worshipped as God or I'm your Messiah or however he says it. He declares himself to be God. Something about what he says, what he does is going to cause the great tribulation to happen because in verse 21 of Matthew 24, we see it says, For then there shall be great tribulation such as was not from the beginning of the world 
to this time nor shall ever be. But something about it starts in the area of Judea. So those Jewish people are going to be the ones that get hit the hardest and get hit first. It's going to spread into the rest of the world. We've had people say, you guys always concentrate about Israel, but the Great Tribulation is going to be worldwide. Yes, it is, but it's going to start with those Jewish people in Judea. And so we see things beginning to happen around the world. Even though we're talking about these moves for peace, we see things, events, that are starting to happen with anti-Semitism. It's on the rise all around the world. Well, just a few weeks ago when the Hamas attacks were happening, I mean, we began seeing riots worldwide, even here in the U.S., um, with major anti-Jew chants and signs and people people getting hit. I follow some people on Twitter and they said that they're sitting in a uh, like an outdoor patio area and they just come up, people come up to them and say, are you Jews? And they're like, they, they were, they are Jews and they were frozen. It was like for the, they said in the fir- for the first time in their life, they were scared to answer that question. It's mm. like, it's like a strain, like, why am I afraid to talk about this? Well, obviously it seems obvious why, but, yeah. um, you know, and there were people who would say yes and they get sucker punched or, Right. You know, pushed over and their tables pushed over and stuff. It's like anti-Semitism is, is on the rise. And, yeah. and if, unfortunately, as bad as it is now, it's going to be a whole lot worse. Right. And, um, you know, we, we see this prophecy. We believe that we will be here when this occurs. We think it's clear from the scriptures that we're going to be here, that a rapture the second coming will happen after this time, and we will still be here for it. And so we're preparing to uh, not only help the world know that this is coming, but specifically the Jews, because it's it says right there, let them, or then let them, which be in Judea, flee into the mountains. And so we specifically target that area, and that's one thing uh, that we've done with our relationship with the Jewish agency there in Israel. Uh, we've told you before, but Irvin Baxter and In Time Ministries, we have a plaque there as uh, one in the Christian section. They have a an area there devoted to um, Christian supporters, and and they put a plaque there honoring In Time Ministries and Irvin Baxter. And they did that because of of your faithful giving towards that another Jewish Holocaust effort. Uh, we've contributed and helped together. We've helped a h- hundreds of Jews uh, make Aliyah and get back to their land in Israel. And so if you want to be part of that, you certainly can be. Go to endtime.com slash donate. You can help us help the Jews know that they need to flee. Because remember, this is Matthew. Most Jews, if not basically all of them, they're, they're not reading that this is coming. And so they don't know. And so we feel a burden to make sure that they're aware of this prophecy from the Bible. And uh, when that happens, when this abomination desolation happens, we are going to let all them know, hey, this is coming. You need to flee. You need to get out of there. And part of what we're doing uh, to do that is in partnership with the Jewish agency. So you can join with us in the Another Jewish Holocaust campaign. Uh, simply go to endtime.com slash donate, or you can give us a call at 1-800-END-TIME and tell the operator that you want to be, uh, you want to contribute to the Another Jewish Holocaust um, campaign. Now there's many ways to help. This particular thing that we do is we donate money so they can help people um, relocate from Europe or South America or wherever they may be. Um, there's some 
um, what's considered highly sensitive countries that I cannot say on the air um, because they're they're uh, controlled by Muslim governments. And if we were to say that we're trying to help Jews get out of those countries, then that could cause an uptick in persecution. And so they've asked us, please do not say these countries on air, so we will not do that. But just know that because of your contributions, we are helping Jews get out of some very bad situations and back to their homeland of Israel. So contribute today. Uh, like I said, it's all there's a lot of different ways you can help, but for this particular campaign, it's about monetary donations. So endtime.com slash donate or 1-800-END-TIME uh, to help with that. Now, there was an article from... Um, the Algameener uh, published yesterday about anti-Semitism. It says anti-Semitic outrages in the Czech Republic rose by more than 25% in 2020, with the vast majority of incidents that targeted Jews for harassing, uh, for excuse me, for harassment occurring online amid the COVID-19 lockdown. Everybody's trying to blame COVID for everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, both stories so far. According to a report released by the Czech uh, Federation of Jewish Communities, there were 874 anti-Semitic incidents in 2020 compared with 694 the previous year. Quote, uh, analysis of the content of anti-Semitic expressions again confirmed the trend towards the dominance of false, vulgar, or stereotypical statements about Jews. The number of incidents of this type of have dramatically increased with almost 200 more incidents recorded in 2020 than in the previous year, making up over 84% of the total number of recorded cases. Many postings actively promoted the anti-Semitic conspiracy theory that COVID-19 had been deliberately spread by powerful Jews. Now, I'd never heard that until today, uh, but apparently they're, they're trying to say that powerful Jews are the cause of the spread of COVID-19. It also remarked that there had been a similarly dramatic increase of almost double the number of incidents that uh, relativized or denied the Holocaust altogether. So that's pretty crazy claims there, Doug. It's very crazy claims. It's, I mean, but that kind of stuff, that's what's causing, you know, the uprise in this. It's causing that to happen because the Jewish people are being blamed for so much. And we, we get calls, we get um, emails about the Palestinian side of things. You know, like, uh, you know, you guys are always bashing on the Palestinians and things like that. And we're not. We know that the Palestinian people, Jesus died for them the same as he did for the Jew and the Gentile. They're part of the Gentile. And so the, you know, the Palestinian people are not uh, what we're trying to come down on. We're talking about the the struggle that's going on there in the middle east but um, you know so many people because they're they're seeing this as an occupation by israel is is how it's being presented in the media it's being presented from that side of things it it makes israel out to have a target on their back and to be the bad guys in this situation but over the past few weeks we've talked about this when the fighting was going on there between hezbollah uh, between uh, Hamas, Hamas and Israel, uh, we, we talked about the biblical stance and, and how Israel has rights to be there in that land. Uh, if you don't believe the Bible, then there's not a lot that we can do to change your mind, but it's in the Bible. It is in the Bible, and we'll be taking your calls about these stories that we've read thus far. Give us a call at one eight seven seven end time That's one 363 We look forward to talking with you after the break. Major internet companies are silencing and censoring Christian voices online. 
These companies are trying to control what you see and hear. Almost 200 videos of ours have been marked as restricted online right now. That's why we launched End of the Age Plus, a platform where the truth won't be censored, a platform where we can preach the message of the gospel. When you subscribe to End of the Age Plus today for just $12.99 a month, you can watch all of our content in a secure, easy-to-view way from your favorite device. When you go to watch.endtime.com and subscribe, you'll get instant access to all of our teaching resources, including Revelation, the Unveiling of Jesus Christ, Understanding the End Time, End Time Magazine, and so much more. We will not censor our message to comply with what the world deems as politically correct. Go to watch.endtime.com right now or search End of the Age Plus in the App Store or Google Play. Move Mountains with Irvin Baxter. This book by Irvin's grandson provides 30 days of devotion that will enhance your relationship with God and others. Authentic illustrations from early morning devotions at end time will help you find your purpose and eliminate fears. Commit to taking this 30-day journey and experience real life change. Get your book for only $14.99. Call 1-800-363-8463 or go to endtime.com slash move. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at 1877 End Time, 1877 363. Eight four six three. We'll go to Texas. Joe, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, thank you. I want to thank y'all for doing such a wonderful job. Enjoy hearing uh, all three of you on the radio, well, and I know you. all the workers there do a great job. Yep. Thank you. So, uh, my question is: What is the second? Whoa! What do y'all think it is? I have my idea, and I know when it ends. It ends with the rapture of the two witnesses. Okay, well, uh, Joe, we we can see that uh, in Revelation chapter 9, it tells us that the fifth trumpet is the first woe. Because if you look at uh, Revelation chapter 9, verse 12, it says, One woe is past, and behold, there come two woes more thereafter. So, we believe that the woes are the fifth, the sixth, and the seventh trumpet. So the time periods that it's talking about in in the Bible is when they're completed. It says like at the end of the fifth trumpet, that one is completed. I know that the way that the wording is there in Revelation 11, where it talks about um, the the second woe has now passed and the third woe cometh quickly. So that's going to be at that third woe is going to be that seventh trumpet. The sixth trumpet war is the second woe. And when that war is over, that'll be done. That time period will be finished. Uh, Some people try to say that that war will go all the way up to uh, when the two witnesses are raptured. But when you look at the scripture and you look at how things are worded there, it's simply saying that the time of this of the second woe is past and now the third woe cometh quickly that's going to be the seventh trumpet is going to be that third woe so that sixth trumpet is right. the second woe 
Okay. All right. Okay. 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 Hey, uh, all right. Uh, you got me thinking. I do appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right. Well, thank you, Joe. We appreciate your all call right. today. And and that what you mentioned there, Doug, was um, the second woe is past. That's in Revelation 11. 11. Yeah. So it starts at 9 when it talks about the woes. I feel like I'm in a really bad R&B song there when they, we get into all that. But uh, <laughs> It actually starts in Revelation 8 because it says woe, woe, woe okay. in Revelation 8. Then when we go to Revelation 9, it talks about the fifth trumpet and it says that first woe's past. So okay. it lets you know that, you know, the woe, woe, woe. It's going to be five, six, We just seven. need a beat, and you'll be going. I'm telling you, man, lay it down. Let that mosquitian come out of you. <laughs> I'm telling you. Watch out now. All right, drones and weapons. What in the world is going on with Gaza? <clears throat> yeah, so this came out of Rut Shiva yesterday. Or no, today. I'm sorry. That's today's story. Drones and weapons were seized on their way to Gaza. So we're not going to see this let up. It's happening, and they're going to continue on. It says, the civil administration personnel working at the postal inspection facility at, however you say that, Bitunia Crossing, have thwarted more than 1,000 attempts to smuggle postal packages suspected of being dual-use items in recent months and which were meant to enter the Gaza Strip for use by terrorist organizations. Among the equipment located and seized by the Communications Command Unit of the Civil Administration are drones, radios, frequency jammers, and listening equipment. The equipment was discovered at the inspection facility at the, <laughs> however you say that word, Bitina Crossing. This is what I see you why get, you Doug. gave me that. This is what you yeah, get. I see All why those you did that. me. Yeah, well, <laughs> which began operating about a year ago, and it serves as exclusive checkpoints and transfers between uh, mail between Israel, Judea, and Samaria in the Gaza Strip and abroad. So they've already started, Vince, uh, with drone attacks uh, coming into certain parts of Israel um, that they would come in and, you know, they've used kites in the past where they've put bombs on kites. They've caught kites on fire. They've sent it in to burn crops and things like that. They, they've used everything that they can imagine to use, and now they're getting a little bit more sophisticated. And A little bit? They're going from kites to drones, yeah. and you think it's a little bit it's more sophisticated? A, it's a little bit more. That's quite an advancement in technology. <laughs> that is quite an advancement. But anyway, well, at I'm least, sitting here thinking we're talking about World War III, and you're yeah. trying to tell me that they, they're using kites to try well, to... Look, before they went from rocks, they were throwing rocks well, at people, and, and now, you know, to bombs with nails and screws in it, and now they're more sophisticated than that. They got rocket launchers, and, you know, I mean, we, we saw the everything that was going on with the Iron Dome protecting Israel and how much more advanced this got. Question in my mind is where is it coming from? We know that Iran has made... Uh, you know, comments that, hey, we're we're funding Hamas. We're giving them stuff. So they're not afraid to say this. And one of the Hamas leaders the other day said, we will never stop. So this is going to continue to happen. We're going to watch these things increase as time goes on. All right. Open lines at one eight seven seven in time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. What do you think about the peace treaty that's coming and that uh, there's a World War Three that's coming? It's 
Kind of weird to say those two things in the same breath, but both are coming according to the Bible. What do you think about that? What do you think where we are? We'd love to hear from you. One eight seven seven end time. Now, the Jerusalem Post just published an article today. Rockets target U.S. facility in Iraq again. Now, this stood out to us for today's show because of the headline. Obviously, there's rockets being targeted at a U.S. facility. And what could that mean? Now, this is partially critical because... The Euphrates River, which we read about a moment, a few moments ago, uh, runs through Iraq. That's right. one of the countries that it runs through. But it says three rockets targeted Balid Air Base in central Iraq. According to the U.S. military statement, these rockets are one of many attacks on U.S. forces in Iraq over the last two years. The attacks are usually carried out by pro-Iranian militants, uh, militias, excuse me, linked to official paramilitary groups and political parties. In the past, they have used 107 millimeters and 122 millimeter rockets as well as drones and kites. Now, I added that in there for you, Doug. <laughs> uh, there have been at least four drone attacks on U.S. facilities in Erbil and Al-Assad Air Base. While the Balad Air Base has U.S. contractors, the U.S. has pointed out that it does not have American troops. So there's not American troops actually on this base, but there are contractors American, American and U.S. citizens. citizens. Yeah. Um, nevertheless, it's been a frequent target. Sabarine News first reported the incident and then other reports in Iraq appeared to confirm it. Now, that seems like um, the fact that there aren't, there isn't military there, that seems worse. It's like we've, we've set up a deal where we've allowed contractors to go in there and we've organized it even perhaps and we're getting that, we're, they're, they're targeting those private citizens, mm-hmm. not necessarily just uh, military, which obviously neither are good, but it seems a lot more serious when you think about there not being U.S. military there. At least it does to me. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the fact that we're seeing who is behind it, once again, we've got Iran is, is pushing this situation. So it, it's like Iran is over there with a the poker and they're stirring up the ant pile. They're really trying to stir up the whole Middle East, I think, right now. Yeah. Uh, the article f- wraps up by saying the media reports claim that Lockheed Martin had pulled contractors working on F-16s from Balad because of threats. There are also contractors of Sallyport Global stationed at Balad. In February, four rockets targeted the base. In March, another five rockets were fired at the base. On April 18th, the U.S.-led coalition said that it is being reported that Balad Air Base was attacked with rockets tonight. There are no coalition slash U.S. forces stationed at Balad Air Base. Six rockets were fired at the base that night. Yeah. So you've got the military saying, look, these are civilians that you're attacking. There's no military there. It was almost like, hey, this is a warning, trying to let you know there's no military. These are civilians. And yet that night, even after they made that announcement, they still attacked it with six rockets. Well, I never like it when they make those announcements. It's like... Yeah. Why are you saying that? Yeah. So, <laughs> right. This it, it puts me in the mind. I, I think of things like, uh, you know, when we when we hear about um, this situation where we've got our people and they're in harm's way, but we've got these militias or these uh, rebels or whatever you want to call them that are working really with the government, but they're not officially with the government, but they're going to attack this installation. And it it just worries me because when you think about that, these are men and women that are over there trying to do some type of job and nothing to do with military. Now, I'm sure that they have uh, 
ex-military people there guarding it. You know, we've we've seen things like you know the movie Thirteen Hours and things like that. Where Never heard you, of it. well, <laughs> <laughs> is it popular? It is popular. You should so. go and watch it. But anyway, it's it's you see these uh, military situations where you've got ex-military protecting civilians as they're working. So it's not like these people are not armed and, you know, they're over there, but they're not military. And it's like, why are you targeting these civilian people? All right, we'll get back to the phones. We do have open lines at one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Dwayne in Indiana, welcome to End of the Age. Hi. Hi, Dwayne. I have a question. I, I couldn't look it up. I couldn't find it in Scripture right off the bat. I should have looked it up before I called. But anyway, it has to do with the, the long hair and the stinger in their tails and the 200 million for the soldiers or what have you. And, and there's one part in there where it says that um, in Revelation it says, they won't hurt any green thing, but the, all men that are not sealed will be taken out. But they won't hurt any green thing. That's like saying that the earth will not be destroyed in no manner or whatever that part of that's talking about, but man itself will be. Yeah, so you're talking... It's in Revelations, but I can't... I, it's, wish I, would have, I think it's the fifth trumpet that you're speaking of where it talks about these things. And, right. um, you know, it's... We, we don't have all the answers to... Uh, everything that's in the scripture that talks about these things. But when you, we believe that that fifth trumpet is Desert Storm or the Gulf War that happened during the time of Desert Storm. And if you remember uh, the way that that war was fought, you know, we believe that the the locusts that uh, John talks about there, where it had their, uh, they made the sound of uh, chariots and horses racing to battle and things like that. We believe that he was seeing modern day war machines like helicopters uh, and things like that. So when when we see different things in that scripture, we can understand that the the sting coming from their tails, like scorpions, that could be missiles, it could be bombs, it could be guns. John was seeing a futuristic picture of something he didn't know how to describe so he was putting it with something he could identify and so that's what we believe because of so many parts of that prophecy fitting uh we believe that that was desert storm especially with the the oil well fires that saddam hussein lit in kuwait caused it to be like midnight for you know several months there it was like midnight in the middle of the daytime and then of course you know it tells us that uh, the name of the one that had the key to the bottomless pit that led these this uh, men these uh, these war machines and things. His name was Apollyon. Uh, that means destroyer, and that's what right. Saddam's name meant was destroyer. His okay. mother named him uh, Saddam because it almost killed her when she was giving birth to him. So she named him the destroyer. So, so many things right. fit, but we don't have all the answers. So, I can't really answer why it talks right. about I, I green grass. <laughs> I understand. That's why I, I refer to it like, I'm pretty sure the scripture interprets scripture most of the time. Yeah. Old Testament helps out the New Testament, vice versa. And I know it speaks to the locusts in the Old Testament, too, as well. Well, Dwayne, we appreciate you calling. We are seconds away from a break. I hate to cut you off. I apologize. We'll be right back after the break. Mm-hmm. 
Most of us walk around day by day blind to the prophecies being fulfilled right before us. Every news report brings a new piece to the puzzle in the race towards the final seven years and the second coming of Jesus Christ. Now, more than ever, it is important for God's people to understand the times in which we are living. On November the 12th, 2013, we opened our Jerusalem Prophecy College in downtown Jerusalem. These same courses are now available online for people who are unable to attend the classes in person. We welcome students to join us and discover the link between current events and the prophecies of the Bible. Take your place in the prophecy of Daniel 11.33. Enroll in the Jerusalem Prophecy College today. Go to JerusalemProphecyCollege.com. Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at one eight seven seven end time one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. I had to cut Dwayne off there at the break. I told Doug it was either me or the commercial and uh, at least I could offer an apology with it, so I went ahead and did it. Sorry about that, Dwayne. Uh, we are taking your calls, though, one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. We look forward to talking with you. Now, Doug, you have a story here that I think you want to get to. Top U.S. general warns of Iran, China, and Russia. You want to read that? You want to make me read it? How do you want to do this? <laughs> I'll read it. I'll give you a break. Okay, thanks. All right, sure, no problem. Yeah, so the, the top military uh, general warns of Iran, China, and Russia in the Middle East, this came out of Jerusalem Post on June 8th. General Kenneth McKenzie, head of the U.S. Central Command on Monday, warned about Iran's destabilizing activities and the roles of Russia and China in the Middle East. During a special briefing, he spoke about his visit to Iraq and Syria and the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. Another priority is deterring uh, Iran's or Iran's uh, state. Man, I'm having trouble today. It's destabilizing activity, which uh, remains the biggest threat to stability in the Middle East. So, once again, we see Iran is causing all this uh, stability in the Middle East, causing all these problems to happen in the Middle East right now. And they're kind of the, the cause, the root cause of it. He said, I believe that our posture in the region has had a deterrent effect on our, Iran and uh, made it more difficult for them to deny um, what they're doing, their their maligned activities. Deterrence um, involves the U.S. Uh, deploying ships, air power, missile defense capabilities, and other things, McKinsey said. Regarding the role of Russia and China, he said they're seeking a greater influence in the region and stronger ties with various countries. Since 2015, Russia has increasingly intervened in Syria. You know, all the situation that's been happening in Syria lately, Russia's had a big part of that, Vince, and uh, we've even um, had some situations where we've kind of gotten close to war with Russia because of the situation with their military being so involved over there. It is also selling its S-400 anti-aircraft missile system to Turkey and has been welcomed by other U.S. allies in the region, including Egypt and Saudi Arabia in recent years. Russia also has uh, contractors in Libya and a footprint in Africa. 
So why is all this important to us? We're talking about Middle East peace yeah. and World War III. Why is that even important? Well, we know why Russia is so important because we know that Russia is a bear uh, and they're going to be part of... That's their symbol. Yeah, that's their animal symbol, <laughs> the Russian bear. And, and China, of course, their military is just increasing all the while. So these two uh, countries are uh, communist countries. They're against everything that we're for, and they're siding with Iran, and they're making deals with Iran. Iran, at one point, was trying to build a highway over to the Mediterranean Sea where they could run oil over there for Russia and sell oil to Russia in, in their alliance with Russia and control the oil in the Middle East. So the, these things are, are major because these major powers are in this area that we talked about earlier in the beginning of the show with the Sixth Trumpet War, the area of the Euphrates River. That's where all this is happening. And right now the major players in major uh, war machines here are all right there in the middle of the Middle East. So we've got... Uh, Russia and China being allies with Iran. Iran, that's one reason why I believe personally that uh, Iran is, you know, flexing their muscles so much right now and and doing things that they normally would probably be afraid to do uh, because they're backed by two of the biggest militaries in the world. So in order for one-third of mankind to be killed, Russia and China is going to have to be involved. So is the United States. Why? Because, I mean, for one thing, China... How many people do they have in their country? They've got billions of people in their country. They're going to they're gonna play a big, significant role in this. And guess what? We don't see China in the prophecies. You're the saying, you're saying that because there's, uh, in this war, from a, if, you, if you take a third of mankind, it's 2.3 billion-ish, depending on yeah. when you look it up. 2.2 2. 2 to 2.5 billion. So you're suggesting that China would have to be involved one because they have so many people, and you know that's a two point four billion is a lot of people, obviously. Yeah. And then also their firepower, right? And and they've boasted before that they can field an army of two hundred million men, which is the exact number of the the army that causes this war to start in the Middle East. So, which is very interesting because to me, I. I'm not sure they were reading the book of Revelation either. I don't think that they were. <laughs> the, the general that boasted that, I'm not sure he was reading that. Also interesting, totally uh, total side note, but there's a satire website called The Onion, and they make up stories and think it's hilarious, and sometimes it is and sometimes it's not, but whatever. They did a story one time that said, scientists say that 2.2 billion people will die mm-hmm in the coming years or whatever it was. I can't remember the exact headline, but something like that. And I'm going, as much as I would love to share this everywhere, because it's so unbelievable that they would quote this number that we've been saying for so long. Yeah. Um, I can't because it's a satire website. It's just quite interesting that numbers like that just come out all over the place, it seems, and how, how they correlate to scriptures that we are pretty confident they're not reading. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, you're... Your grandfather, uh, Pastor Baxter, he wrote a book called China War in the Third Temple. Mm-hmm. It's a, uh, I guess what you would call a factional book. It's it's a fiction book based on some facts. It's kind of like The Chosen, you know. It's it's based off of scripture, but he took his liberty to connect the dots and made up a story that went along with what the Bible says is going to happen. Yeah, and and in it, China calls this war to start. 
and I mean, I've read the book. It's a it's a great read. And but I mean, we could see this happening. And and the other thing about it too, Vince, is we do not see uh, China in the prophecies of the end time. They're not in that one world government. Uh, you know, in the one world government beast, we have the ten horn nation. We have uh, the bear, which is Russia. We have the four-headed leopard, which we believe is Germany, and then the lion, which is Great Britain. So we we see the world government, but we don't see any symbol there that represents China. Some people try to say the dragon that gives the beast his power and his great authority is China. Uh, But Revelation chapter 12 tells us that the dragon is Satan. So it lets us know that that's who gives his power, his seat, and his great authority is the dragon. Uh, But it's also Satan. So we don't see China in, in that uh, final one world government. You mentioned China War in the Third Temple book by Irvin Baxter. It's actually no longer available in print. The only place you're going to find China War in the Third Temple, well, there are a few people that are selling the book on Amazon <laughs> or eBay for $350 or something crazy like that. But you can get it from us, actually, only in one spot. Uh, it's available on End of the Age Plus. So if you go to watch.endtime.com, uh, you can subscribe to End of the Age Plus, and you'll get access to China War in the Third Temple audio book. And so you can play it right from there. Uh, it, it has capabilities where you can hit play and turn your phone off, or at least uh, turn the screen off, and it'll still play in the background. So you can listen to that book uh, when it's convenient for you. But it's only available at End of the Age Plus, and you can subscribe today at watch.endtime.com. Now, there is a secret. There's a free trial. You can try it for totally free. 14 days. You can try it for free. You could probably listen to the audiobook during the free trial. So be sure to go sign up for that. There is censorship that we deal with on a daily basis with social media and even different um, email providers like Gmail and Yahoo. If we send emails from our at endtime.com account, uh, there is some censoring that has occurred there as well. And so we're just dealing with all sorts of censorship, but that's okay because we have End of the Age Plus, and that's one way that we can get to you without any censorship at all. So go to watch.endtime.com. You can access basically everything that we've ever made, including China War and the Third Temple, and as well as watch this, this show uh, live and in the archive. So go do that today. It's totally free for 14 days right now. Watch.endtime.com or look it up on any of the major app stores. Yeah. All right. So I don't want to leave us on a on a note that seems like doom and gloom, you okay. know, because it, it, we're kind of talking about all these bad things that happen uh, that's going to happen. And I know, like we said before, the Bible doesn't really tell us which one of these happened first, but these are going to be the springboard or the entrance ramp for the Antichrist. And we know he's coming. We know he's going to set up a one world government. The Bible tells us that when he sets up a one world government, there is a way to resist him. There is a way to uh, not have to worry about this. And it's found in Revelation 13. Uh, You want to read that, Vince? Sure. Okay. Somebody on Facebook told you to move that screen away from you when you were struggling there. Might help a (laughs) little bit. Might help, yeah. Uh, Revelation 13, starting in verse 7, And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. 
whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. Yeah, so the major thing to do is make sure that your name is written in that book, in the Lamb's book of life there. So how do we do that? We've got to be born again, Vince. We have to be born again. And yeah. we, we talk about that in detail. What does it mean to be born again? Uh, we have a track about that, and you can read it online totally free at endtime.com slash reborn. And that will ensure that your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Now, at that moment, it's going to be important, but why is that important to do today or tomorrow? I mean, we're not totally here yet. Because nobody's promised tomorrow. None <laughs> of us are promised tomorrow. You know, and that's that's really the thing about life. I mean, look at where we are right now. I mean, I never would have thought that Pastor Baxter would be gone. I always thought he'd be here all the way to the end of this. And, and you know, we would just be hanging on to his coattails and, and riding along the, for the ride. But yet uh, it wasn't in God's plan for that to happen. And so none of us are promised tomorrow. I mean, I got to get in my car and, and drive a pretty good ways tonight. I'm not promised that I'm going to make it home tonight, you know. So that's why it's important that our name is in the Lamb's Book of Life. Because if we were to die right now, tonight, whatever, we need to know where we're going to be. Because mm-hmm. we're going to be somewhere eternally. Yep. You're either going to be with the Lord or you're going to be in the other place. So <laughs> you need to make sure that your salvation is, is sure and secure. Well, and in addition to that, Doug, you know, we all go through troubling times and when we lose somebody like uh, Irvin Baxter or our you know, friends, family members, whoever it may be for you, when we go through trials like that, maybe, maybe you're struggling to pay the bills. Maybe you're uh, facing potential divorce. Maybe there's all sorts of trouble all around you. Uh, when you're born again, you can have that peace uh, that Jesus is living inside of you and that no matter what comes your way, it's all going to work out for the good, even though it doesn't feel good right now, uh, Jesus' Jesus's will is going to be done. And sometimes that's hard to deal with because it's not what we expected it would be. But we can have hope because it's all going to work out when you're on Jesus' side. And so I'm thankful to know that I am right. and that no matter what comes my way, in the end I win because, right. I'm, because I'm on his team. Absolutely. <laughs> And, you know, also, Vince, I just want to say before we're done today that, you know, that's why we're here. Uh, we have ministers on staff that answer phone calls. We answer emails. If you've got questions about being born again, if you need to be connected to a church to get born again, email us. Send us that information. Call us. Let us know. We can get you set up where we know that your name will be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And we're on standby to pray with you as well. We pray together every morning. You can submit your request at endtime.com slash contact. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.